Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio on a lovely afternoon. Um... The former president has been indicted again, this time by the feds, so we'd love to not talk about this, but how can we not? That being said, how you doing, man? Good, good. Um, all right, so I guess we'll just jump into Trump's indictment. I mean, saw it coming, and yeah. um, you know, it's, 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 it's not much of a surprise. I think the biggest surprise in it is when you go through it and you read it, which, and I think we did talk about this we a did. little bit last week, though, when you, you know, like going back through and reading it again, um, you know, like seeing, you know, what, you know, what they put in there in terms of some of the the transcripts and the language. I, I mean, it's it's almost like I don't even know why we're talking about it, right? And, and the reason why I say that is because the people that support Trump um, just refuse to acknowledge like, any baseline facts. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Like it's I just, ran into this the other day. You know, and and so, I mean, to that point, it's just like, all right, well, then we're, we're arguing about nothing, right? Because if I if I took the names away, right, If I and if I took a person who, like, you know, let's say they were a major Trump supporter, like, two years ago, but they were in a coma, and I woke them up, and, you know, they got their faculties, and I, I said, all right, here's a person who did these things, right? And I go through that indictment. So, all right, what do you think should happen to that person? Oh, found guilty. You should go to jail, right? Okay, well, now I'm going to start inserting names, right? And, and the issue is, is that I, if, if you could do that with all these Trump supporters, I think most of them would look at it and just be like, yeah, he obviously needs to go to jail. Obstruction of justice, you, you know, violating the Espionage Act. You know, assuming that they could read and understand the Espionage Act. But <laughs> I think they would look at it and just be like, yeah, definitely. No. We don't know, like innocent proven until guilty, until proven guilty, and we got to see you know, sure. the rest of the evidence. But I'm looking at what they have right now, right? And there's there's lawyers smarter than me, who you know who don't really have a dog in this fight one way or another, who look at it and just like, look, this is this is not good for Trump. This is this is very very bad. Not just the the look, right, and uh, and not the optics, but from a legal standpoint, like he. Facing hundreds of years right, in prison, potentially. Right. I mean, he could, I, I mean, not hard, but I mean, like he, he long time in jail. Um, now, will he go? I, I, I don't know. You know, will they figure out a way to not jail a former president? I mean, it may be worth looking at. Um, but we'll we'll see, right? I mean, and and because I think just based off what we know right now, he he got an uphill climb to say the least, right? Just just looking at it objective because. Anytime you're talking about indicting a former U.S. president or current U.S. president and putting them in jail, like it's one thing to remove them from office. It's a whole other thing to bring criminal charges and put them in a jail. I think you need to be careful. And, and I don't want to hear nobody's above the law. That's not true. Certain people are. You don't like it? No one gives a fuck. That's where we're at. Right? I mean, that's been proven I time mean, and again. Right? Like we've seen it over and over again. There's certain people that just are... Maybe mad about it. You can tweet about it, but in in reality, like certain people, we have different levels of justice depending yeah. on your bank account. Most, and, most of your financials. I mean, right? don't like, make me go OJ on you, but right, uh, like I mean, you know, 
so there's a, there's a lot at play here. And, and the reason why it matters is because, one, you've got retaliation from the GOP with, with you know, like, so does this turn into a back and forth? All right, you indicted our president, so we're going to do everything we can to indict yours. Um, and some people, you can't worry about that. The fuck I can't. You know what I mean? Like, because those are sort of things that destabilize democracies. So yeah. you get a banana republic. Yeah. You know, and so yeah, you, you, you do need to be careful about that because you need to think, like, all right, so if you have this back and forth, right, or, you know, do Trump followers get so riled up, right? Like, I mean, you saw, like, when he was, he got voted out of office and they lost their shit and descended down on the Capitol on January 6th and kicked indoors and, and shit on Nancy Pelosi's walls and, you know, wanted to hang Mike Pence. And the dude lost an election. And he was like, oh, well, uh, they cheated. And so they're like, all right, well, we believe what you say, definitely. So we'll go down there and we'll, we'll tear this bitch up and try to get you back in. Right? So then if he's going to jail, right, if this thing goes down to the wire and it's just like, look, this, he, he, he. Jury come, jury's likely coming back with a guilty verdict. Right? And they come and they do turn around and come back on a guilty verdict. Then we saw what those people did when, when, when he was just getting, when he was not reelected. So yeah. what, what are they going to do when, when he really a, can't be reelected how, how when his be, ass is going to jail? How about being on that jury? Jeez. Yeah. I mean, oh I God. would love it. I mean, I, I would never make it on that jury, you know? I well, mean, I, I, well, I don't for know. For a bunch of reasons you wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, the main here. reasons being a lawyer, but, um, and not being in New York, or, or I'm sorry, down in Florida. But either way, uh, you, know, look, there's the, you know, so like when you think about that, it's just like, well, it's not the DOJ's responsibility. The fuck it's not. Right, like I'm sorry, like but part like holding the country together is actually kind of part of the DOJ's deal, right? Like I, I don't care what you think, you, what you think your responsibilities are. I don't care if it's written or whatever. But if your actions could potentially rip this country apart and descend us into war, then you need to think about them, right? Yeah. And and so I, and now look, I, I'm not necessarily saying that the DOJ shouldn't have brought these charges. Um, but you have to put a lot of thought into them. And, and what I mean by that, it's like, it's look, same thing with the whole Russia Mueller investigation, Mueller, 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 yeah, Mueller yeah. investigation, still can't say that guy's name right. Um, uh, which at this point, what would you, um, <laughs> but you needed to do like, you needed to do a deep dive, thorough investigation, figure out what the facts are and then make a decision right now with the Mueller investigation. They did do a deep dive. They did give us a bunch of facts, but then they just didn't make a decision, right? Which was no. almost well, worse. but it was. But nah, I think it was legally. It was, legally it, they punted. They said, yeah. if, you're, if we were going to prosecute, here's what we would do. Yeah, up, to you, exactly, up to you, up to you, Congress and Congresswomen. Yes, we're not touching this shit. Yes. So how is that different than what I said? No, I didn't I didn't maybe it's yeah. not. Okay. Um, they, like they, you know, like they, exactly. I mean, I, I said they didn't make a decision. You said they punted. Then Congress definitely didn't make a decision, or they made yeah. the decision not, not to do yes. anything. But the point is, is that with this, you don't have that option, right? right? With an indictment and going to trial, you don't have, once you make the indictment, you go to trial, you're going to win it, you're going to lose it. He's going to be found guilty, he's going to be found innocent, you're going to have a hung jury, but he might as well be innocent, right? So, you, you know, like, and, and if he's found guilty, right, because if you're bringing this case, then if you're going to bring it and you're going to get him indicted, then you better cross all your T's and dot all your I's. Now, I used to say, like, that was the DOJ's specialty, but lately they've dropped the ball, right? And they, they haven't been as thorough and they haven't been as good, just a number of different things, even in case they didn't make the spotlight there somewhere. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Um, so with this one, though, looking at the indictment, it feels like the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted. Um, 
And so then it's like, look, you're gonna like you gotta hope you get an objective jury, you know, look at the evidence, hear it all out, and then they make the right decision based off of what they hear and what they see over the the. I'm sure this will be a couple weeks. Um, Span whenever this trial happens, which will not be a four. Well, it's going to be a year or more, right? Probably. I mean, we're we're probably six months out at minimum before this trial gets going. Um, that would. I think that's. I think that's aggressive. But I mean, you're you're probably about six months out to six to eight months out from a year or from from a trial happening. A year would be a little bit long, but it, it could happen. But either way. Um, you know, and, and everything leading up to it, like, yeah, it's all, you know, there's going to be a lot of coverage around it, but really it, it's going to come down to that verdict. And then, and then once you get the verdict, the sentencing, right? Yeah. And then at that point, hold on to your seats because I, I, I don't know what happens. Then. You send this guy to jail and for the anti-Trumpers, it's, it's all go, 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 send him, send him on his way. Don't care. you know, for the people who support him. How far are they willing to go to support him? I don't know. I, I want to I revisit something you said uh, a couple minutes ago because you're 100% right that the Trump supporters are just oblivious to facts. Or, or, or So I was at a, a friend's uh, dad's funeral the other day, and we had a you know gathering afterwards, and I walked upstairs, and everyone was like, well, he just did the same thing that Biden did, the same thing Hillary did, the same thing Pence did. And I went, all right, that's objectively not true, but, you know, I don't expect you to change your mind. So I didn't, I, so basically I've given up the fight. I've given up the whole yeah. logic fight. It's just not worth having. But at the same time, they're like, oh, sure, when a Democrat does, I'm like, not what I said at all. You want to have an honest conversation? I'm more than happy to do it. here's the deal, like, and, and just to go through this again, because we don't have a conservative here to interject with bullshit. The issue, like, all Trump had to do, Trump could have easily avoided all this. He could have yeah. easily avoided all this. And the first the first way he could have avoided it was just not taking it. Just don't steal the, the fucking document. Right. Just, uh, I, well, we won't call it stealing. Just don't take it. Right? Okay. That's the first thing. But plenty of presidents do take plenty of stuff that they say, and, hey, and this, we is mine, this is my yep. document, this is personal stuff. Um, you know, people want to make the comparison to Clinton. Clinton was a completely different situation. Right, and because his were recorded tapes, and it was talking about it was it was a different situation, uh, which we can go into in a minute. But with with this, like what happened was Trump takes all this stuff out. Some of it is personal, but some of it is is presidential security, that yeah. needs to stay with you know the archives and everything else. DOJ calls says, "Hey, we're gonna need this stuff back. Like, let's not make a big deal of it. Give it back." Oh, yeah, 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 I'll get it back. I'll get it back. We'll, we'll, we'll go back and forth. We've got to negotiate, right? Like, I'm Trump. You can't just tell me what to do. It's got to be a negotiation. I'm a master negotiator. I'm not right. going to give it back. I'll, I'll make the decision, blah, 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 blah. So DOJ's like, dude, we're not doing that. Just, can you just give us the shit back, right? So then Trump goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you the stuff back, right? More negotiation, more. There's no negotiation. Give us the shit back. Right? So then Trump has a lawyer say, oh, yeah, we gave every, here, they gave some stuff back, and hey, this is everything. The DOJ, like, everything about it felt like bullshit. And the DOJ is like, really? Did you give us everything back or did you not and say you did because it doesn't track? Right. Right? And then DOJ is like, all right, he's clearly lying. So now we need to go in and get the stuff. Right? So the DOJ quietly goes in to get the stuff. And if you remember... I know where you're going to go. DOJ didn't make the announcement. 
No one else made the announcement. Who made the announcement? Donald Trump made the announcement on Truth Social that the DOJ was there to take his shit. Yeah. Once he makes the announcement on Truth Social, then Fox picks it up, and OAN picks it up, Newsmax, and everybody picks it up, and then it turns into a big story. He turned it into a thing, right? If you, if you don't like right. what I'm saying, that's fine. You don't have to like it, but that's what the fuck happened. I mean, when, when right? we talked about this initially, and I believe I called it a raid, you objected to the term raid. It, it was like a, a raid. It was like, a knock on the door. Bro, they cut, like, they, they didn't I think wear they, FBI logo. No, I, they didn't wear FBI gear. They called them before they were coming, like, yo, we're coming, we're going to check, we got to find this stuff. What are you doing? Right, and then he they come right with, with you know some you know some uh, agents right unmarked with some yeah, dollies yeah. and cameras and whatever, and then they find all the shit, right? And it's just like, all right, we've been playing this game with you for an extended period of time. All we did was ask you to give the stuff back. You didn't do it, so then we have to come there, come to find out that you lied to us, you know, in word in and, sworn and, statements, in yep. writing and in sworn statements signed by your attorneys. And so what yeah. else are we supposed to do? Oh, and some of the stuff that we're finding, right, is classified. Yeah. And classified right. military, like, right. like, like, oh, well, I declassified it in my mind. Bitch, get the fuck out of here. Right? Now, now you know, now there's debates like, well, did, can he declassify it with his mind? He's not Professor X. He didn't declassify it with his mind. He didn't know about the difference between classification and declassification or anything else like that. Because nobody, he didn't hire a professional staff. He hired a bunch of people that would tell him whatever the fuck he wanted to hear. Yeah. And if they didn't tell him whatever the fuck he wanted to hear, they got fired. Right? We actually had a death pool on people on how long they would stay in his administration because they were dropping like flies anyone who deviated from the licking of Trump's balls. And we got rid of it because it was becoming right, so it was, like It was so ridiculous. Like You couldn't even keep track of it. Right, like so, so, like when they go there, and he still got documents after he said that he didn't have them, and some of the documents are there that he should not have had, and then you have him on tape saying that he's got documents that are a highly classified, sensitive nature about foreign effort, war efforts in another country, and he's telling people, "I have these. I would show them to you, but I didn't declassify them. But I could, blah 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 blah, ha 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 ha, joking. It's on tape, people. Yeah." Right? It's, it's, it's on tape. Now, the question is, did he have those documents? If they actually find... Now, here's this is the death knell. Right? We've got those transcripts, and there's an argument that he anything could have been in the folder that he held up. He may not have known what it was, and he could have just thrown that out there. The interesting thing is, though, like who really is going to pick up an empty folder or a folder, folder with random papers and say, well, in this folder, I've got, you know... War secrets about what we're going to do to Iran, blah, blah, blah. Like, really? That's what you come up with? Well, I will say this. And, and, if anyone's going to do it, it would be someone like him. And, and maybe, right? I mean, but here's the problem that they have. If they find those actual documents to what he's referencing in his possession on Mar-a-Lago, whether they were in that particular folder or not, and he's making that statement, according to the Espionage Act, right, that, that then puts him in violation of the Espionage Act. Like, you can't, I'm sorry, just because you're president of Donald I, Trump and you're real charismatic, because you motherfuckers love to tell me how he can't be beat by Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis isn't charismatic, but Trump is. I don't give a fuck how charismatic you are. When I read the Espionage Act and I read what he said, his words and his transcripts, I got a violation. Yeah, oh, look, again, it, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's, a, almost, it, it's almost sounds like I'm defending Trump, which would be hilarious to the regular listeners to our show because right. not my usual stance. Um I mean, he is a such a known bullshit artist that I could imagine him holding up a 
But it doesn't matter if the documents are there. If the documents are there. If the documents are actually there on Mar-a-Lago, I don't care. He could be Sammy Davis Jr. or Frank Sinatra or or, or, uh, uh, Dean Martin. Dean Martin. I was going to say say Jimmy Dean. (laughs) Or Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean had some good-ass sausage. Either way. He does have some good-ass sausage. Either way. It don't no, matter. I understand. Right? I don't care if you're joking. It was like, oh, it was a thing with the people. Blah, 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 blah. You have these documents that you should have had that you lied and you said that you gave everything back. Come to find out, not only did you not give everything back, the shit that you have, you shouldn't have. I don't care if they were in the folder at the time. The fact that they were on the premises and you're saying what you're saying in the way that you're saying it is a violation of the espionage. It's by definition period. a crime. Yes, I agree. Right? Like so, so, so those things... That's just that's just what's in the indictment, right? Who knows what's in the actual documents that they actually bring? And people are like, oh, well, they're not showing the people. Who, who's the guy who did the Dilbert cartoon? Scott Adams. Yeah. Scott Adams goes on Twitter. He's like, they jailed the president. They're not even letting us see the documents so we can tell how important they are. <laughs> Dude, you're a fucking cartoon artist who wrote a fucking stupid-ass cartoon that was poorly drawn. I'm sorry if I'm not going to you to figure out how important classified or unclassified documents from the U.S. government are. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> right? So, like, and, and the reality is, like, that's not the point. It doesn't actually matter how important the document is. If, if the government says, hey, we need to get these back so we can figure out what's important, what's not, whatever, and you are actively saying, no, and then you lie about it, right? Well, then... Th- then there, there's no great once you lie about it, right on sworn statements, then I'm sorry, folks, you That's, got a problem. Yeah, yeah. And, you know. So and then the espionage stuff is secondary to it because of the things that Trump said, the things that he did, and I have a feeling they brought that espionage act. They didn't pull that out of their ass. They didn't just say, "Oh, well, they're not." I I would hope. Right, I would hope. That the only way the DOJ brings that Espionage Act is if they found actual documents that do threaten national security. That's the only way you could bring that. Uh, it, right? it, it would, it because there's not, no, like, there's me as not a, a, not a seasoned Department of Justice attorney, right? If you put me in that office right now and I looked over all of it, right? And, and it was a bunch of paperwork and it was all oh, it was a conversation with him and John Kelly or it was a conversation with him and Kim Jong-un, but it was stupid, whatever, Right? I can't bring, I, if that's all it is, it's that sort of just kind of mindless, you know, it's it's eh, it's kind of important, whatever. I'm not bringing the Espionage Act unless I've, I'm like, what is this? This seems like if I wanted to take over a country, if I wanted to if I wanted to go invade a country, if I wanted to do X, Y, and Z and do damage in that country, that seems like this is. Or here's a list of CIA agents and where they are. Or here's a list of Mossad agents and where they are, right? Here's a list of people that, seem to have all been killed by the Saudi regime. Oh, my. Right? Like, if I'm seeing shit like that, then all of a sudden the Espionage Act becomes directly in play. So I I refuse to believe that my standards of analysis and bringing forth evidence and bringing charges are higher than the people that are experienced in the DOJ. I I would say that's a safe bet. (laughs) Um, Now... All right, a couple things. The the Trump loyalists are lining up. Charlie Kirk said all the people running against Trump should drop out in solidarity for this. Uh, Ann Coulter said they should commit suicide in solidarity with this, which as much as I don't like Ann Coulter, I found that kind of funny. Ann Coulter actually, like, she does make me laugh, but she's just kind she's of... an awful human. But she's like, 
But then the problem is that you've got like Laura Loomer out there who is just way worse, insane, okay. way worse of a human. So it makes Ann Coulter that much more okay, tolerable. That, but that's a funny but, thing, though. That's a that's sliding a, scale, right? Right. It is a sliding which scale is gross. of nonsense. Which is gross. Fucked up. Because it, 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 like, Laura Loomer said, uh, like, a couple of days ago, she was talking about Gavin Newsom's wife. Right? A little bit of a sidetrack here. But Gavin, yeah, Newsom's, Gavin Newsom's wife, when she was six years old, ran over her sister with a golf cart and killed her. I did not know that. I didn't either. Um, so I looked into it. And, like, again, she was six... And, you know, her sister was a kid. Awful story. Like, again, as a parent, and I, I, you know, when I wasn't a parent, I hated when people said that. But when you have one, you get it. Yeah. And, and, but, like, as a parent, the idea of losing a child at the hands of another child in that manner, I can't imagine what the parents went through. I cannot imagine what that woman went through growing up with that level of guilt. Um, you know, there, there was some, some statements pulled out of a book that she wrote and said she felt like she needed to be two kids to make up for the loss of the other one, and the loss was her fault. Like, just this is horrible. You're saying this, and I'm I'm playing through my head. Like, my God. I mean, like, you got you've got siblings. Like, can you imagine? Like, if I'd run over my little brother. I oh mean, like you, you. I mean, you carry guilt. And my from, brother's an idiot, right? Like, I mean, you, you like you and your brother. Like, I'm I know sorry. the back and forth between you and your brother, and I know there's a little bit of guilt there from confrontation you yeah. guys have had yeah. that did not result in his death, right? Yeah. Like, so. Laura Loomer comes out and says, uh, I can't remember Newsom's wife's first name, but, oh, Jen, Jen. Says Jennifer Newsom uh, is a murderer, killed her sister, and if Gavin Newsom were to make it to the White House, the First Lady would actually be a murderer, and we can't have that. That is gross. Yeah. My God, that's disgusting. Uh, right? Yeah. Like, wow. Who, like, are you, are you really, really, like, <laughs> I mean... Honestly, I I rarely pause because I can't think of words, and I'm stunned with like if oh my god yeah you know again I mean she's just a and then right but it takes that to make Ann Coulter seem right so now all of a sudden I'm like uh, you know Ann Coulter with your racist anti-Muslim anti-Mexican stuff. It's and bad. And blatant lies constantly because right. she's a lying scumbag. Right. But even now, like, I mean, it's just like all that stuff. Like, yeah. again, like, Steve. And here's the thing with Andrew, she's not running for office. She's right. Just, Trying to sell just books. random talking head. So, I guess, whatever. You know, you... It, I, I've made this argument regarding slasher films. Like, when I was a kid, Friday the 13th was so gory, so shocking, so whatever. But that becomes a new plateau. And to make the next thing that much more shocking, you've got to go to this. And, Finally, get into the Saw movies, and it's just over the top I gore. Any of them. I know, I know, but I watched Friday no, the Thirteenth no, no, that long ago, and I'm like, this movie is lame. Like the the slash happens and it ends, and you go into the new stuff, and that's what our politics has become. Like, oh, you think you're crazy? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kick this up a notch, and, and, and it's just it's it's just disgusting to watch, and 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 I'm slowly taking this stance. On, on Twitter, you know, on our account. Like, I'm just, some of the stuff, I'm just not even engaging. Like, I would have before, like, oh, you got to speak out. You got to speak against it. But there's so much of it on Twitter now. It's so the norm, right? Like that, you know, people coming up with conspiracy theories that are literally insane. Yeah. Um, people Or people like Laura Loomer saying off-the-wall shit like, oh, yeah, you accidentally killed your sister. Oh, you're a murderer. You're a murderous bitch. Right, like things, just things like that, or you know, just things that are completely untrue, or whatever they might be. There's so much of it on Twitter now, and you know, 
Elon Musk allowed a lot of people who had been banned off Twitter because they said things like this. So he's just like, oh, well, I don't think he's like, I believe in free speech and they should be allowed to say all this stuff, which, okay, fine. But what it does is like people like me, it's just like, look, I, I, I put out a tweet today, like, look, with all these tweets dealing with like really racist stuff and really just vile, even if it's not racist, whatever, just all, all these vile tweets coming out of the conservative camp. Like, I'm done arguing with these people. I'm not. And, and why? Because I'm screaming into a void for, for nothing. Yeah. Right? You know, if there's something worth it, it seems like the person's engage, like, will engage, okay, fine. But I'm just, I'm not going to get in the back and forth. I'm not going to, it's not even worth, because what happens is, and, and there's an actual reason why I don't do this, because now even replying or quote tweeting where you, 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 you retweet it, but then you put your own spin on top of it. All that boosts the profile of the thing that you're saying is bad, right? And it puts it in it puts it in front of more eyes. It boosts it in the algorithm, and all it does, even if you're even if you are, even if you lay the person out and you kill them with facts and you lay all this stuff and you make the perfect argument, it doesn't hurt whatever them. libtard, right? Like one, either they're not going to respond or they're going to respond with something like "you're stupid" or you yeah, know, like or... I had a guy. A guy who, who said something that was really stupid and untrue, so I, I laid out all the facts, and and call and I called him something like a poor man Tucker Carlson. He got real mad. He's like, "Well, you and Jim are oh, stupid." I got named too. Yeah, you got yes, named too. He's like, "Screw you and Jim or whatever." He sent it like in a in a DM, and then he blocked us. And I was like, all right, <laughs> "See you later, bud." Um, but you know, I mean, like it's like you don't even engage with these people, but it's just. Like, I feel like some of them I block if they get too gross and disgusting because I'm like, look, I, I can't well, look at that. I mean, I, look, and I've blocked a lot. I, I'm not big on blocking, but I've been blocking more people lately because it's just gotten so vile. It's like, I, I don't I don't want that in my vision when the, the, when they're talking about the way they're talking about. Like, there, there was a guy who was out there just talking about going out and, like, he wouldn't say the word kill black people, but they need to be put in their place, and if that place is in the ground, then so be it. That's pretty right? much it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, I mean, and it's subtle. just like, so I could argue back and forth, or I just, I'm just going to block it. Yeah. Right? There's no reason to engage it. There's no reason to give it any sort of run or any sort of additional attention. I just have to block it. And if you want to call me a snowflake, that's fine. Now, this is what I will say, though, and I said this today. Like, I'm not engaging with shit like that anymore. If you want, if you, all these things that you want to say, and I'll say these to all these people, Right? Not say, say them in person. Say them out loud. And I don't mean when you're at a rally protected by the Secret Service and you got Trump and everybody behind you. Like, just come to Cleveland. Say that shit in the middle of the street. Come to my gym and say it. Right? You know, I, I've criticized you in the past for doing the whole fight me over it because, yes, you can outfight the majority, the vast majority of the public. You're fucking and, right. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm not right. Yeah. No, but, but, I, but yeah. you do that. And, and I'm like, okay, but just because you can beat someone up doesn't necessarily make you right. In this case, I'm on your side. Well, and, and what I'm and, saying is, like, when I say that, it's not because when I say that, pe when people are saying, I'll fucking fight you, I'll kill you, whatever. Well, okay, okay. Right? And that's who I'm targeting. Like, yeah, people are so, saying, like, it's going to be war. We're going to take out all these libtards. Yeah. All right, come on. Come yeah, on. <laughs> you want to bring it? Bring it. This is kind of a silly example, but I love using it. Um, Robinson Cano, former second baseman for the Yankees, signs a huge contract with Seattle. So Seattle did to the Yankees what the Yankees have done to teams for decades. Mm -hmm. And signed, and um, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, one of the New York City radio hosts, had a cardboard cutout of Robbie Cano. 
and said to Yankees fans passing him on the street, will you boo Robbie Cano? And then had them boo the cardboard cutout. Then they would trick them into turning around, pick up the cardboard cutout, and Robbie Cano's standing there. And now they're looking at Robbie Cano right in the eye. And most of them wanted to shake his hand, give him a hug. Right. It's like, oh, you're actually a human. Yeah. And, and oh, by the way, you did what any of us would have done, and what we as Yankees fans have cheered for our team doing for decades. But when you're a piece of cardboard on the street and I want to look like yeah. a tough guy, I'm real tough. Hey, Robbie, how you doing? Right. I mean, and, the, and that's the thing. Like, when people, like, people, and my thing is more, like, when you got people talking about going war and fighting in yeah. the streets and everything else, it's just like, you ain't prepared for that. Like, don't talk that way. And, right? And like, it's, don't, it's, like, it's very dangerous talk. It's just, it's such dangerous talk. Do not talk that way if you're not prepared for it. Because if you, like, when people talk that way and they're not prepared for it, and, and, and it gets to the wrong person. Like, you get people hurt and killed. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's the fucking scumbag in Buffalo who shot up the top supermarket. Literally yes. drove two hours to murder ten people. Yes. Because he was preparing for all war. This talk and, yeah. Everything else. Right? And, 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 I mean, you, and I just, you know how and, close and that is to home for me. It does. And and I look at situations like that, and people, and I think I, I, you and, and other people are like, Dude, you and your guns and all your fight training, like, why are you being so lame? I like, don't think it's a fair characterization. No, it's not. No, I, I don't know right, what right, you think, right. but I know it's out there, right? Like, even all my friends are like, dude, you're a lawyer. What are you doing with all your guns? What is all this? Like, come on, just go golfing with us. I'm like, look, <laughs> look. And this is, this is Golf no is bullshit. Golf by the way. <laughs> this is no bullshit. Like, look, man, you, you, you got that guy in Buffalo. Right? And, yeah, that's a one-off, and it's a unique situation. But, look, that shit can't... It's happened in Buffalo. It's happened in Indianapolis. South Carolina. It's happened here in Ohio. Right? It's You yeah. know what I mean? Florida, Texas, multiple times. Like, it's all over. You got people who you never know. Right? And so, to me, it's just like, look, we, we got... We have unstable, unsafe people who have access to weapons. Now, if your yeah. whole thing is, oh, we'll just get rid of guns... I mean, we got more guns than people in this country. Good luck getting rid of them. I, right. I'm not going to fight the gunfight anymore. Like, do whatever the fuck you got to do. I ain't giving up mine. But if whatever y'all do, but I, I don't give a fuck. But the problem is, that ain't happening anytime soon. These motherfuckers are still out there. Right? And then you got people talk, actively talking about civil war. You have politicians. Talk, you got Marjorie Taylor Greene. Like, well, she just divide the country up and put all the conservative, mostly white people here and put the rest of you guys over there. And then if you try to come here, then we should basically be able to, you know, do whatever we want with you. Right? Like, we've got these people saying insane things. You've got people doing insane things. So, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take a couple steps to be able to protect myself and protect my family. What that means is, is that I need to be physically conditioned, both strength-wise and endurance-wise. I do need to know how to handle myself on hand in hand-to-hand combat, close-quarters combat, just in case. And I do need to be able to know how to shoot close and far. Because, frankly, some of the shit that these people are talking about is scary. And I don't want to fuck around and find out that they're serious. And I don't I want mean, to be Steve, unprepared. To, 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 to completely validate your point, Dylan Roof was a 17-year-old kid in South Carolina who murdered, literally sat down in a room with people, prayed, prayed with, with them, and then murdered them. Murdered because, nine people. Yeah. And, he, and, and so, I mean, you don't... He, phys, physically, Dylan Roof was a 17-year-old kid. Right. He was not a physical threat with, and I'm not, this is not, I'm not trying to make a gun argument here, but those people exist. And if there's one, if they're one in a million, that means there's 300 of them in the U.S. right now. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Right? All right. 
And there's 50 I, states, I, right? So that means you probably got multiple in multiple states, yeah. right? Well, which means who, in, I mean, the kid in Buffalo what? drove out two, two hours, hours yes. right? Which means that they're mobile and they can get around. Now, look, I can't tell you I'm not a superhero. Can't be all, I can't be everywhere at once. I can't tell you just because I'm there that it solves a problem. But what I can tell you is if I'm physically prepared for it and I'm mentally prepared for it and I'm willing to do it, right? If something goes down, you don't have a chance. And even if it fucking kills me, if I'm able to fucking save people because I'm prepared, then, that, then, then yeah. so be it, right? And so I have to be prepared. I take that upon myself. I owe that to my family and to my friends. One of us got to be fucking prepared, right? Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm, like, so. I, I, look, I've never criticized your no, doing no, your yeah, routine yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. No, and, I, I, should, I shouldn't lump, lump you into that. But, I mean, it's just like, it's it's hard to explain when I, literally, I've got friends that's like, hey, we're going golfing. And I, ah, I'm going to a range, but different range. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I just, I take it seriously because it, it like, you make fun of it, you can to call me overcompensating, whatever, like, and I ain't overcompensating because I got plenty down there. But okay, the Trump, reality is... There's no trouble down there, believe me. Uh, I, look, you have big hands, okay? I'll acknowledge you have big hands, fine. Okay? <laughs> okay. Stormy, okay. Stormy Dan Dukes would not be trying to sue me. But... <laughs> I, I, all right, I get all kinds of free range from doing that. <laughs> but the, the whole point is just like, look, there's people out there that are dangerous. And... They, and they're date like and and, and and so because of it, like when you see it on social media for people to talk the way that they talk, right? It's just like, all right, well then if if you think you're tough, go ahead. You know? Like, and, go and, ahead. Yeah, no, that's like, that's the anonymity know? and the safety of the internet, which is a huge problem. I'm I'm completely in agreement there. That's why I love the Robbie Cano story or the Robbie Cano reference is, oh, it's a piece of cardboard in the streets of Manhattan. Easy to yell at. Oh, you're a human standing in front of me. And oh, by the way, you're a professional athlete and probably fairly intimidating. Right. How you doing, Mr. Cano? Yep. Uh, but I do want to back up to one more thing just because, uh, so a, a, a producer in Fox News, formerly a Tucker Carlson producer, got fired because he ran a headline that said, wannabe dictator Biden has Trump arrested. And that's another narrative here that is very dangerous because they're spinning it around into your current government are fascists they're trying to take away your country from you and your innocent good guy, president, former president, who, by the way, is really the real president. And some people even say he's currently acting as president, which is unbelievable. How does that make sense? It does not. It, it anyway. doesn't make sense. Like, so he's acting as acting But you president, heard it. And then he arrests himself and charges himself with federal fucking car- Like, okay. Yeah. Anyway. And, but but when, when Newsmax and OAN and all these other folks push things to an extreme and Charlie Kirk pushes things to an extreme... Fox feels the need to like, oh shit, if we want to retain our viewership, we've got to go to the next level. And now they're pushing the whole, you know, Biden's well, a fascist. Well, but to be fair, one, they fired that guy who did that. They did. That's and true. Because I think that guy was on his way out, probably going to go be with Tucker. Probably. Knew it and didn't give a fuck and put that Chiron up or Chiron or however you say it, yeah. where it says that, you know, like Biden, you know, wannabe dictator, whatever. The guy knew he was on his way out one way or another. Took his last swing. I don't know in this. That's pres- fair. Like, That's fair. It's as much as I'm never. I don't want to defend Fox. The fact that this guy does that and got fired, right? Like, and there was no debate over it because this was like when was this was this was today's Saturday, so I think this was like Thursday. I think so. Yeah. That's and right. the dude fired yesterday. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they, they, we they, talked about this on Fox didn't dick around with that. And, yeah. You know. Right. A lot of times when someone gets fired for an incident. They were fired because they finally had the excuse. Yes. And maybe this guy was a blaze of glory. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, I mean, but, but it, it's still scary but shit. But it, it is still scary. But that goes back to the point we were just talking about with 
Why do I train the way that I do? Right? Because that guy puts that up. Do you know how many people read that and take it dead ass serious? Right? They, they, they have no process. They, they can't even process the fact that Biden probably had nothing to do with this. That this is a decision that came down from the DOJ. The entities are separate. Even though you've got fucking Ron DeSantis talking about he's going to take over the DOJ. And basically, he's going. He, in, in order for him to de-weaponize it, he's going to amplify weaponizing it for the use of the presidency. Um, but Because like, that never goes badly when a leader right. says, I'm going to do it differently, but... Yeah, sorry. Right, directly in adva- for, to my advantage. But, guy named you know, all, all, like, listen, all I'm saying is that we're, we're living in dangerous times. Yeah. And and everybody needs to vi- keep your head on a swivel and, and, and step lightly. Um, and these are big decisions that are being made. I support it, right? Like, because I think the evidence supports the indictment. Um, that being said, there's there's a risk to the outcome here. You may get the outcome that you want, but ultimately it may not be what you want the way it, the way it all ends. Honestly, I, there there is no positive outcome in my mind because the so someone said I saw someone say something on social media about should Biden pardon Trump, and I don't know that that's a terrible idea because in a way it's like kind of like when Gerald Ford pardoned Nixon. It was like okay, I know bad shit happened, but the damage that this is going to do to the country exceeds you know why i would say biden should do that why because that guarantees biden doesn't get it reelected. <laughs> that gar- i promise you Wait, it, he, didn't, it didn't get forwarded it ruined ford's political career if it, it's it, even well i guess it did. I, well because B- biden would do it as he's on his way out of office the election would have already happened so okay no Maybe, i think you should step but, up and do it now <laughs> you know I, I, I mean you know and i just said that out loud fuck and recorded it no i, I it's, just it's, it's a tough call in my opinion there it's is not some value me. it's not for me you said do it yeah i no no no. it's oh don't don't, don't I, like okay. if he's found guilty you're guilty all right i'm not pardoning him all right under no circumstance all nope. right because uh, I thought it was a mistake for Ford to to, to pardon, to pardon Nixon. Nixon. You know, I mean, you didn't think it at the time, nor did I, because well, I was no, one. I, you mean, I, born. I wasn't born. Uh, but. but no, but I, I look back at it. I've actually heard Gerald Ford interviewed about it, and and I actually think that showed a lot of political courage on his part. Now, it was within his political party with a resigning president who had appointed him to be vice president, which probably makes it look worse. But. Yeah, because Biden does this, it's almost like a, I want to put this chapter behind us and get us on a, on a path of healing. Whether whether or not it'll work that way, who knows? But I, I mean, I think if you're going to if you're going to punish Trump, you have to punish Trump. Trump needs to feel it. So whatever this ver- like, he goes through the trial. If he's found guilty, right? It's all alleged. Oh, yeah, sure. Evidence doesn't look good, but okay. Jury but finds I mean, him an guilty. is always going to look bad, right. right? I mean, jury finds him guilty. And he needs it, whatever that sentence is. He needs to ride that shit out. I'm not. I'm not pardoning pardoning him. If he gets a pardon, then that means it, it's got to come from his own party. That means it, me, Biden. I ain't doing it. But if you like the Republican, they want to do it. Fine. I'm not doing it as a Democrat or third party, whatever. That's the GOP's mess. Then the GOP wants to clean it up. I'm not touching it. And because that, here's the deal, Biden pardoning him does not bring anybody together. Doesn't win him any points with anybody. Maybe a few independents, but it doesn't matter, 
right? Like, I mean, it's not gonna it's not gonna change the discourse on social media. It's not gonna change the discourse on Fox News or OAN, right? Like, it'll be a story for you know, a week or so, and then it'll all just go back to the way it was. So it's not gonna it, solve anything. It doesn't make anything better. And you've got a guy who's gotten away with so much shit over the course of his life, at the end of his life, still getting away with it and basically being able to walk out and say, I still got it. Fuck you, Donald. Yep, I, you know what? I, not, that, not, that's not a, that's a valid point. I won't be the one. That's a valid point. I, I want to move on because you, Let's sent do me, it. you sent me a story about um, the Minneapolis Police Department getting literally two years of essentially DOJ ride-alongs and people working for the DOJ documenting what they witnessed firsthand, which shows a serious bias against um, black Americans and the amount of violence used and the willingness to use violence, the willingness to use tasers. For no reason. Just, you know. For no it, reason, it, Jim. It, it, people that were literally hands up, walking, like, like yeah. hands up, going to their knees, hands up, standing still, walking back or away, doing what they were told, just being tasered and pepper sprayed, beaten, or, pepper sprayed, yeah. maced in the face. Um, you know, like just, I, I've never been maced or pepper sprayed. I have had an encounter with a stun gun. It was in my hands, and I was testing it out. But anyway, I know what that feels like. Um, um, so it sucks. I mean, it was very painful. Now, that was me screwing around in my living room, not at the hands of a person who I don't know what their intentions are. Uh, I wish people could see the face he was making right now. Um, but you said you've been... You're just standing there just deciding... No, it wasn't quite like that. But um, my idiot brother had bought the thing, and I was... Anyway, um, so I attacked you... myself through my shoe because I was like, I wonder if this will go through rubber. And I zapped myself with <laughs> the foot and it hurt like a motherfucker. I love how you try to blame your brother because he bought it. If he didn't buy it. I'm not blaming okay. I, I made my own decisions. I'm a grown ass man. I was yeah. 21 at the time. Uh, so I was still a bigger idiot than I am now. But anyway, the, 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 the individual events accounted were horrific. I'm just mm-hmm. teenage kids getting thrown to the ground. You know, like I said, people surrendering, hands in the air. Thrown to the ground, handcuffed, tased, you know. And you're doing this shit in front of the Department of Justice. where I wanted to go to with you. (laughs) Because it almost feels like we're going to tell you, fuck you, we don't want you here. So what do you think they're doing when the DOJ is not there? It it, it doesn't get better. We know that. But the fact that the, the DOJ being there had no... Impact. Or, or, or again, maybe it did. I mean, if, like maybe if this, it, it, if this made it better, then fuck. Right. <laughs> if this made it better, then that means that what there's a guns instead of tasers. Well, I, I mean, I, the I, Minneapolis. I, we've talked about I multiple know, instances I in know. Minneapolis. Minneapolis has got its issues. But I, one thing I wanted to say, and I think I'm preaching to the choir, but this is not limited to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Nope. It's happening in Cleveland. It's happening in Morgantown, West Virginia. And there's probably places where when the DOJ isn't involved and the people know that their local government has their back no matter what they do, it gets that much worse. So, And some of this too, like reading like the lack of, of oversight and discipline within the department, right? Complaints would come in, there would be video evidence of bad behavior and misconduct, and it was completely ignored, swept under the rug. You had an incident where they, like, an officer did a thing, right? And they had it on video. They had his name, the report, everything. So then they go back to the report. They crossed out his name and said they hand wrote 
where they, they literally crossed out his name and hand wrote unknown officer right on the report so that the guy couldn't be punished. Um, you know, like, so in, in, you know, like, look, I really don't care where you come out on the police, right? You could be the most avid supporter or you could be, you could be all cops or bad people. But what this shows you is you've got something that's rotten to the core and you, you can't sit there and tell me about, well, oh, it's just a few bad apples because there were multiple stories in there where you, you had the one story with the guy, the police officer arrests a kid from Somalia and the kid said, what did I do? He said, I just felt like arresting you today. And when, when we were over in Somalia, you see Black Hawk down. We killed a whole bunch of you then. We should have been there and finished the job. And then you wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have to do this right now. And there were other officers standing there. They didn't say a word. They didn't step in. They didn't say anything. They didn't do anything. Right? And those cops are going to go home. They're going to be like, oh, well, there's some bad cops. But hey, you know, I do the best that I can. You, if you stood there and you didn't say anything, you are a bad cop. I don't give a fuck what medals you have. I don't care what nonprofit you work for. You let that cop arrest that kid and say those things to that kid. But, a kid, a child, Jim. But, 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 but another thing in that article was how when cops did speak up, they were either marginalized or just ignored okay which, 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 i'm right. not trying to like, defense and the, and the, co- and the co- there, yeah the, yeah the cop who said look i look i stepped up i said something i called for backup i didn't get backup yeah right right and, and i, I went to a dangerous that, situation they, and they learned and that, yes yes but it does so what you have to do you and it how dare i ask you to do that but god damn it you stepped into a job where you like you could put your life on you got to put your life on the line every day because you pull over one of these cars somebody could have a gun you you go to knock on a door somebody could shoot you through a door so you put your life on the line every day right so if it's that important to you that you're willing to do this right like for just for the general public then then, then you got to be willing to take that next step and deal with your own officers right the people around you who are who are actually making your job more dangerous yeah yeah, look, I mean, again, you know you're, you're talking to yeah. someone who agrees with you, right. but at the same time, it, I put myself in the shoes of you know, an, a, a black police officer in Minneapolis going, all right, so now if I do the right thing and I need my brothers in blue to come back me up, they're not going to. Yep. And that, I, I, I and it's, it's an, easy it's, for me to say how right, brave right. I would be, but it's... But it, then on the flip side, now this story comes... Right, and it's just like you were there, bro. What'd you do? Uh, well, well, uh, nothing. Uh, you know, I mean, it just it would have been real hard after had I said something. So you know, I mean, I, I just uh, yeah, like really, it, like it, you got it, like you you got to sleep with that then. Yeah, you had because oh, yeah. I couldn't sleep with that. That's the thing. Like I literally would not be able to just bury that and go to sleep. I don't think I could sleep with it either, but I also don't think I could stay on the job. And and that's, and that's and that's an easy thing to say when right. you know. I mean, it's just yeah. I, I I definitely could, and I know cops who have quit. Yeah, I, I know cops who in here, which is also part just, of the problem, right? The good ones say, "Fuck this, the system's right. broken, I quit." Right, and that, what does it leave behind? Yep, and and that's and that's where we're at, right? Yeah. Um, I, but I, then I, you also have bad cops who quit because how dare anyone try to hold them accountable? Right, that, so I love I love that argument right? so much. And then there's I the can't do anything. Right, like, I, I, I can't do my job now. I was in a bar once. Less than three months ago, where a police officer, you know which part I'm talking about, was complaining to me how if he pulls me over now, in the past, because he knows I'm a nice guy and a good dude, he could have let me off without a ticket. But now he can't because they're monitoring what he does. And my thought is, okay, okay so you have to do your job. 
Right. Like, I, you know, whenever, whenever we talk body cams, and people are like, would you want a body cam on your job the whole day? No, not necessarily, but at the same time, I shouldn't be doing shit while I'm on the job, especially if it's a job where I'm carrying a badge and a gun, where I'm like, I can't let everyone see what I'm doing. It's just, it, it, it's a I don't care. It, Why would I care? Like, that's the I thing. Mean, if you, like, it doesn't make any sense to do for my job, but I mean, yeah, like, when I but, work, yeah, when I work for the housing authority, okay, put a body camera on me. I'm not yeah, doing anything right, illegal. I'm not doing right. anything I'm supposed to. And like, I'm it, not even, like, not, not that this but, is good or bad, that it should or shouldn't be allowed, but it's, like, it's not like I'm even looking at porn on my computer. I'm not doing anything. I'm right, just working. Right. Right. Like, if, now, if you want to look at a body cam and see my piece of work, okay, fine. But again, I don't care. I got nothing to hide. Literally. Well, and, you know, and, like, and, and so like yeah, this whole exactly. thing of, well, I, I, I can't do my job now. Like, what the fuck was your job that you can't do it right, now? Right. <laughs> if people <laughs> actually see what, I, what I'm actually doing, that would make me look bad. Right. Oh, really? Because it's kind of the doing thing. is why we're not here. great. Yeah. Anyway, um, the, the, the story is, uh, did you put it on Twitter? You sent it to me. I don't know. Yeah, I did. it was on Twitter. And then I just sent it to you because I was like, this is, this is brutal. Yeah, and, I was, just, and, I, and, and I pushed you as a read through all of these and the reason yeah. why is because like it, like you need like it, we all hear about let, it let, let me but, paint a picture though we, you, and I, you and I just had lunch mm-hmm. and you asked me if I read it and I read the main text I didn't read the excerpts from the DOJ yes because they were in tiny font and yeah, old that's fine and you said to me like read it and so I sat there next to you at lunch reading going oh boy wow <laughs> this is really bad Okay, it got worse. <laughs> I mean, I'm just sitting there next to you. And I just, I, like, I just sat there like, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I was not putting on a production. I was just going, oh. Hmm. oh right. Right. And it, the reason I thought it was funny, because I had the same reaction. I'm like, oh, this is bad. Well, that's worse. This this is worse. How is it getting worse? Yeah. Like, and it keeps and getting it keep worse. Going. Right? It was probably 20 of them. Yeah. They were all terrible. The la- And the last one, like, it kind of felt like a cliffhanger. Right, it was like it was also bad. It was like, yeah, this is where we're at. I'm like, and, and, what do you and, do and, with that? And the funny thing is that, um, you know, you can say, well, these are the worst. Okay, if that happened in your office or mine, heads would roll. Yeah, and they should. <laughs> and it, it, it would. I mean, you're reading this and trying to like, oh, well, it's just here's the thing. It's a few bad apples argument. The problem is with the few bad apples, especially with police. Right, if you've got you got one cop. Right? How many interactions does that police officer have with the community throughout the course of a day? A lot, yeah. Right? And then throughout the course of a week. And so if this is how they behave, are willing to behave, or have the potential to behave, and you think of all those interactions that they have with the community over the course of a day, a week, a month, a year, uh, an extended period of time, and even if you say, well, we've, we've got... 10,000 officers, and we've only got, you know, less than 1%, and it's just like, all right, so you got got 100 of these guys that act this way, and think about all the people that those 100 guys touch, right? Now, you could sit there and talk about small percentages and everything else. We don't have that many, but I'm sorry. You guys and airlines, I do not fuck around with. Right. I don't give a fuck how many flights you have and all your good track record. That one crash is fucked up, and we got to do shit to change it so it doesn't happen again. I said right. at the beginning of the show, or earlier in the show, if there's one in a million, yeah, there's 300 in America. You know what? Any one in a million right. when it's it comes a, to it's these. A, right. It's if it's one in than, ten, right. that's a horrible number. Right. And, and, when, and, and to your point from earlier, and, and to emphasize it, if a police officer does something inappropriate and gets called out by another police officer, the other police officer gets blamed as being a rat, being whatever. In my business... But here's the thing. I, 
Uh, look, I'm not even saying you need to file an official complaint. You need to go through the, the internal affairs. Like, look, I see somebody fucking up in the gym. They're not my kid. They're not my significant other. Right, but I will go over to them. If you're fucking up bad enough, I will literally grab you back. What are you doing? What are you doing? Right? Hey, well, you know what I'm saying? Now, I, now, I was gonna say something professionally. You're a lawyer. I'm an engineer. I've worked most of my career in pharmaceutical manufacturing. If I do something unethical, people in the quality assurance department are gonna light me up. But that all I'm saying is, like, you gotta at least, at, like, not even on the, like professional high end like if i just see something wrong going on like not too long ago a few months ago i saw a guy like screaming at his girlfriend dressing her down in the gym like just be way out of line inappropriate right and it's just like the yelling was just like it, it made people uncomfortable sure but they were standing next to a mat he got real mad and he pushed her and she went down and like he took a step back and he yelled at her for like flopping and making it worse so me and another guy walk up and like Saw you push her. You need to calm the fuck down. Who the fuck are you? Don't push her again or you're going to fuck around and find out. That's who. You know? And the guy, like, kind of looks at us and says, oh, sorry, I just got a little, like, whatever. Um, but don't bring that shit in here. You bring it in here, you'll be banned. You won't come back. You guys, the owners, don't matter. You won't come back. <laughs> you know? And so you got to be willing to fucking step up and say something. I don't care if you go and report it. You don't got to go through internal affairs. Like when they were fuck, when 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 he was on George Floyd's neck, when Chauvin was on George, George Floyd's neck, all it took was one of those guys to say, "Get the get fuck, fuck off, off his neck." Yes, get the fuck. Yeah. We can fucking pick. We can pick his ass up and get him in the car. What are you doing? Get off of him. That's all it's, it would have right. taken, right? Because right? then Chauvin would have been, "What the fuck you doing, man? What the fuck? You know what? Hey, I'm doing my job. You're not doing your fucking job." You're going to fuck around and hurt that guy and get us all in trouble. Get the fuck up. Yeah. Now. And three guys didn't do that. Right. And three guys. Because then if one guy does that, then the other then the other two guys are just like, uh, hey, it, Derek, it, come on, it, man. Let's yeah. just get about it. Right? Like, that's, that shit is contagious. 100%. Right? And you don't it's have to make mentality. a big scene. You don't have to make a big scene about it. You don't got to go in and report it to everybody. You just fucking do it. Do what's right. So this all this talk about a few bad apples and the rest of them are good. Nah. If you're seeing this shit and you're just letting it ride. Then you're not, then I'm sorry, you're not a good cop. And you can be as mad at me as you want. You know what I mean? Like, let's talk about it face to face. Because I'm a, t like, my stance won't change. My, I don't care who you are, you can be fucking super cop. But if you're super cop standing by and letting pe innocent people get hurt and letting people, that, let them, letting them get their constitutional rights get violated because you don't got the balls to stand up to your fellow officer, your thin blue line brother, yeah, fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, I'll say it right to your face. I don't care who you are. I know. Um, but anyway, yeah. so that happened. It's yeah. terrible. <laughs> no, and, and, and yeah, the, like the, the, the story, I'm glad you tweeted it because it just, and the thing I wanted to say, and I've already said it, is that if we try to say, oh, look how bad Minneapolis is, to pretend that this is compartmentalized is just dishonest. No, I mean, because it, it's, look, it's a microcosm. Yeah, it's one department, but the problem is, like, listen, if you go back, you look, like, the DOJ has been here to Cleveland. They wrote a report, it was skating. They've yeah. been to Chicago. Like, Chicago, it's a waste of time for them to go. Like, we all, like, the, the police in Chicago, they just do it fucking blatantly in front of everybody, and no one cares. It's amazing. Well, right? And, and Chicago's a whole other animal of nonsense. And you could do, like, you can go through all these cities. You can go to Baltimore, and you can go to Chicago, and Dallas, and Houston, and LA, and, like, they all got, it's, it's the same thing. And probably Finley, Ohio. I'm not, 
particularly right. uh, just, probably not Finley. I mean, like, uh, come on, like, you know, like, because there's, there's actually, it's funny. I was looking at, like, I, I look at a lot of demographics and numbers, right? Okay. Like, how many people, right? And I, I was looking. There was Finley, town, Ohio. Came, no, I well, there was a town that's not far from Finley. Okay. But like, their police department has four people. Okay. No, Jim. Think about it. There's three shifts. <laughs> Right, like so, like, like you. How does yeah, that on, even make on, sense? Honestly, like, you can't pro- do it. They, they pro- but I actually like because, because like, like the number of people in the town were so small, and then when I dug into it a little bit more, and then it's like they only got four people in the police department. How does this work? The police, the four police department people work from like nine to five, and then the sheriff's department takes over. Oh, okay. So the county <laughs> takes over. Right. Okay. I was like, what the fuck is going? Like, it was just so weird how small the town was. Anyway, All right, anyway, yes. Um, so I, ca- I caused that diversion, but. Anyway, moving on, uh, that will lead us into a brief discussion of Juneteenth. Uh, Juneteenth is coming up on Monday, a couple days away. It is the nationwide federal celebrated holiday um, that just acknowledges, uh, you know, free the uh, the slaves being freed it's and the, the slavery, slavery, right? Yep. And you know, and, and listen, this is because everything is political and every everything is a culture war. You know, you have those people in conservative in the conservative realm, and they're usually like black conservatives that have a major beef with Juneteenth, right? Like, why, why, why does Juneteenth get its own day? It's not that big of a day, right? Like, eh, it's kind of a big deal. It was the day that we said, all right, like most everybody is free, right? And then the rebuttal is, well, not all slaves were free on Juneteenth. June nineteenth, eighteen sixty-five. You are correct. Not all the slaves were free. Um, you still had Kentucky, and you still had Delaware that were union border states that kind of still had slavery going on. They still had slavery going on, and no one was, like, everyone was officially freed, um, like, later in December when the 13th Amendment was ratified. Right? Like, so that ends slavery across the board. But June 19th, Texas was our furthest state away, right, in the union, like, the furthest west-south, right? And so the Emancipation Proclamation actually was 1862, Right, but it took time to travel, right? Like we didn't have Twitter and, and the internet back then, so word took time to travel. And it was also like states in the Confederacy that that freed their slaves, it, it was directly related to the number of Union soldiers that were in those states. <laughs> right? Like so if there weren't a ton of Union soldiers, which there weren't in Texas at the time, right? Especially in Galveston, Texans, then they were just like, All right, well you said it, but we don't give a fuck, we're still going with the slavery and actually we're gonna kick up the numbers, right? And we're going to ride this train out until they absolutely force us to do it. So June 19th, 1865, the Union Army rolls into Galveston, Texas, and like, look, we're here to enforce the Emancipation Proclamation. All y'all niggas is free. Have a good time. Right? And that's what it was. So we celebrated, right? Sure. Like, they didn't say it exactly like that. I was going to say, I don't think it's a direct quote. Now, here's the thing. Back then and there, they actually may have said closer to that than what you think. <laughs> right? Like They it, wouldn't have used the A. It would have been the hard right. R. <laughs> you niggers are now free. Go out there and have yourselves a good old time and don't touch my wife. Um, but that is essentially Juneteenth. It's important. It matters. Why? Yeah. Because slavery was a really, really ugly period of time for this country for a few hundred years. And it really set and molded how this country is now. It's the root cause of a lot of our problems now. Um, it has, it, 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 it is a cancer that we're still dealing with, but that was an important thing um, to, to get out of the mix. I still wanna talk about that one thing. Um, there was an important thing to, to, to deal with. We dealt with it and, and we celebrate it. And it shouldn't be just a black holiday, it should be an American holiday. Yeah. It should be proud. 
that we ended slavery well, here, and, and, uh, even though it took a war and a lot of people, there was a lot of resistance to it, and then it brought Jim Crow and segregation, and we're still kind of dealing well, with it, but still. But, and, and, and the funny thing is, what is the mantra today? Oh, we don't need, we don't need to teach that in our schools because it's making white kids feel bad about being white. No one's saying you're a bad person for being white. They're saying this was a bad period in history. Right. And the and people who did this were bad. Yeah. Right. And we probably shouldn't support them now. And we certainly shouldn't be flying a flag that honors them. Right. Well, and the, and the funny thing is, is that a lot of the Confederate flags that were flown, like the Confederate flag at South Carolina, you know, they didn't put that flag on that building until 1961. I thought it was 51. 61. Okay. And you know who did it? The Sisters of the Confederacy. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I mean, we've talked about this in, in the past, how... The, you know, everyone talks about these heritage and all this nonsense. Yeah. Our, our good now, friend Ben, I want to throw uh, Whiskey Ben, a d- distiller Ben, I should call him because we have two Whiskey Bens, but distiller Ben puts us out once a year and he talks about how he's from South Carolina, proud South Carolina, and still cheers for the University of South Carolina despite how much it ruins his life. And yet um, he puts us out every year saying, basically, don't give me this heritage nonsense. The heritage you're talking about protecting and defending is the heritage of slavery owning people and literally owning humans. And I, I love it when people who grew up in that culture have the guts to stand up and say, and this is one of the good uses of social media, right? Because maybe in 1980, Ben steps up and says that to his buddy at a bar and they get into a bit of an argument and they walk away. He's putting it out there with his name on it. And, um, you know... Whenever people deny, when people defend something that they know in their heart is wrong because, oh, I've been part of this my whole life, and this was a problem for me with Catholicism for a very long time. Like, eventually, when you check yourself and go, that was wrong, and I can't be part of this anymore. Yep. And I give Ben a ton of credit, and, and you know, the fact that Juneteenth would be something that people are offended by being celebrated, like, I, if your response to that is, go fuck yourself, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, so the last thing, so basketball related, but it's not about the Denver Nuggets winning the, the world championship. Good for them. Um, Jokic is a freak, by the way. I watched some of him. I watched Jokic, him in the series. He's a Is he stud. a freak, though? He's, a, he's, no, he's just he's, weird. He's seven feet tall. He's blocky. He's, 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 he's tall. He's not super athletic, but he's but he really just, he's got great vision. That's the thing that amazes me the most. And he, he he's got shoot. a really good shoot. He's got a really good shot. Um and he's seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, he's just, he's I'll take weird dude. like if I got to take a European player, give me Luca over him every day. I know Luca hasn't done much in the playoffs, and and Jokic has been. I just like dude. I just, never paid like, attention to the guy until this last series, and I watched him going. Right, okay, look, I he's very this, good. He's I, really I, good. I had no like when he won his first MVP. I started paying a lot more, a lot closer attention to him. He's very good. Um, you know, his vision is just. Unmatched. Yeah, that's what right? I was like. He's by. he's got Catching magic and, Johnson type vision. Yes. Right. When it comes to past everything else like that, I will not deny he's one of the greats in the NBA. We'll see how his body holds up and how long this thing goes. But there's no doubting it. I just not interested in Denver. I don't care about right. their story. And, um, and, I, and I, I'm not going to start I, I, I like quoting, uh, you know, jo, um, Nikola, or whatever his name is, Nikola Djokovic. Yeah. I'm not going to start quoting him and his great quotes. I didn't know uh, you said to lead my 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 business team is you know great life whatever <laughs> you know because people do that 
Well, well, Kobe was a champion, so now everything that Kobe you said, know, I have to quote. Like, I, I, I'm not I, doing that with this guy. Sorry. Anyway, I, I was thinking, like, but I've on to John Morant. Yeah, so John Morant got yeah. suspended for the first 25 games the next season because yes. there's another incident where he's flashing a gun, right, on social media. And this is his second or third incident with a gun. There's a lot of really funny memes and gifs, gifs about it. Um, I have a little bit of a problem with this and the punishment for this. So on the one hand, it is what it is. Like, look, you, you, you sign the CBA. They're saying you can't do this. They've given you multiple warnings. You got to follow the rules. Sorry. Yeah. Then on the other hand, like, dude didn't break any laws and, like, it's a bad look. But the reality is, is that, like, gun culture is a thing. Like, like so if, like, here's my question, right? So John Morant is in a video. He's got rap music playing. He's in a fucking tank top, and he's flashing the gun around, whatever. Okay, that's bad. Suspended. But what if he's got that same gun, and he appears on an Instagram post with Colleen Noir or Kevin Dixie? Okay. And they're just standing there. Right, or maybe they're playing music, well, or they're so, talking around and joking. Right now, I get like there's contextual differences and everything else, but at the same time, it's just like, look, I, I, I just, this is one. I will recognize that the NBA, they've got a collective bargaining agreement, and they just like, look, these are rules, and it's kind of, we're kind of making this up on the fly, but you signed the CBA, so it is what it is. Um, because I don't know if, it, like, I, looking in the NBA uh, collective bargaining agreement. Like when it comes to guns and like they, like it, this doesn't necessarily fall in there. But then it falls under the if you do anything that makes us look bad clause, then we'll fuck you over. And this does kind of make them look bad, so they're kind of fucking fucking him over. But I just mm, I don't like it. I have, I also I don't like his behavior. Okay, I, I definitely don't like his behavior. It's dumb. It's just dumb. But at the same time, it's just like. Well, so let me let me. Let me I, I I had a different thought on this going in, and I want to throw this at you now. All right, so if it's, I'm going to use a player that is white that I've criticized on multiple levels for multiple reasons. If Cole Beasley is at a shooting range, fucking around with a gun, he doesn't get any beef. Now he probably shouldn't. The issue with John Morant that I have is that he was in a nightclub flashing a piece, and. And you said it's not breaking any laws. I don't know if that's true well, or not. Well, the second time, the first time he was, in a, he was in a strip club, this time I don't think he was in a nightclub. I think he was outside. Okay. I only knew what... I saw, I saw the one video in the strip club. And weirdly, it depends on where you are. It really if, does. Because... It, some places it, not allowed. Absolutely it, not. It's a felony. Uh, some yeah, places this, it's, this most recent event, I think it was just outside, which is part is of the... It, yeah, so then, I mean, having a gun... Now, I'm, I'm a gun owner. You're a gun owner. I'm very, whatever, soft-spoken about it. Like, I'm happy to talk about it, but at the same time, I'm not, you know, I don't believe guns are a fashion accessory. And what John Morant was doing, stop looking at the wall where there's a gun on the wall. It's an old, all right, anyway. Yes, there's a gun on the wall of our <laughs> well, you studio. Have to, you have I'm not walking around with it, though. I'm not walking down the street with it. Like, you have it mounted on It's the a wall. decoration, not a fashion accessory. <laughs> <laughs> this is so awesome. Uh, so, to, to paint the picture for people, <laughs> there are multiple. There are, there, 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 I did. There's a, a 303 Enfield on the wall of our studio that I own and I put on the wall. There's also a fake 50 cal round. 
So there are firearm-related things in this room, and Steve is having a blast with us right now. No, it's just when you said it's not a fashion accessory, but you're using gun and ammo as decorative pieces, it's just an ironic statement. It's a decoration, not a fashion. not wearing it on my wrist. Um, But anyway... The hypocrisy is a bit funny, but you get my bigger point. I'm not walking around, (laughs) you know, like, hey, look at me. I got my my Glock in my hip. You know, I'm not doing that. And I just think that's a bad look just in general. Now, in the case of the NBA, I don't know what the CBA says, but they're defending a brand. Yeah. And they're saying, like, there's things you can't do. I'm not saying they can't do this. I'm just saying if I'm the commissioner, maybe I I might have a different conversation with them. Right, I, I don't know how I feel about suspending him over it. it, it it's you know because people are like, well, Gilbert Arenas, about, like Gilbert Arenas brought a gun to the locker room because over and a fucking threatened event. a teammate, threatened a teammate. That's fucking <laughs> that's, different. That's very different. Yes, I right. Agree. Like that, like it's just like, if you have a gun on your hip right now, I'm not worried about it. If you're right. pointing a gun at me, I am worried about it. I'm also not open carry guy. I think open carry is stupid. Tactically, it's I stupid. Do. Right, hundred percent agree with that. Right, like, I, I, like if, if I've got a gun, I don't want you to right. know I've you got one until you need to know it. Right, like, and I, I don't have one on me now. Um, but it's nearby. Uh, but you know, I, I just, but my whole thing is just that it's just mm, it no, feels I mean, again. It's not a fashion accessory. It's not a yeah, showpiece. Like, look again. He his behavior is dumb. But I think the conversation needs to be a little bit different. And I think that what I would see again, what I I would do is reach out to a guy like a Kevin Dixie or Colleen Noir. Like they have both of those guys have plenty big enough and not just those guys. There's plenty. He can go to Terran tactical, right? He can go to all these different places, like all these like, social media places that talk about. And it's just like, look, sit him down, have a talk to him about gun safety, show him like, also, can we get him better guns? Dude, that's just these well, plain that, ass Glocks, uh, right? Like you're for the Glock. There's nothing wrong with the Glock. I love a Glock. My everyday carry is a Glock 19. I love it. But like, look, if you're going to have a Glock, I think it's known by most Glock people other than you, right? You got to mod it up. You got to get that slide milled. You got to get that thing stippled. De- you got to get it revved out on it, right? Like you got to get a mag extension. You got all of, now stippling is a big thing for me because of the way my hands sweat. Like, I don't do any other pattern than just, I just need texture. Okay. I just need, like, my okay. hands are big, okay. they're sweaty. I need texture on on the grip of my gun. So okay. either I will send it to get stippled or I'll do it myself. Like, for me, it's not about fashion. It is it is, it is about the grip. Function. Okay, that's cool. You know, um, this, I'm glad you said that because when you told me you were doing that, I'm like, "Why are you doing that?" Right. And <laughs> and then when it comes to when it comes to the slide getting a milled, I usually do have what I do is I have slots put in the in the slide at the top because it reduces like that muzzle flip, right? Like my muzzle doesn't flip up as much because I'm releasing that okay. pressure, right? And it just key, it makes the gun shoot flatter. Uh-huh. Um, and like I've, I've not perfected, but I've improved my grip so that happens less, right? Like I'm not gripping as tight and I'm not dominant with one hand over the other. But then when I went in and got it ported, um, I just noted like my muzzles just started staying flatter. So I sent, I mean, you know, less all, muzzle jump is right. It's good. Important. Right. Yeah, like, sure. So, but I just, anyway, way off topic, but I'm just saying with John Moran, I would do a little bit different. Like I said, teaming him up with one of these guys talking about like his behavior, whatever, like, look, used to be like, you still be Billy Badass on the block or whatever, but like maybe it's not a good idea just to be in basketball shorts with the gun because we know that like if you put those in, a, like if you're, what are you just sticking those in your pocket? 
Right? Like, you I just mean, sticking a gun in your underwear? Plexico Burris comes to mind right, pretty quickly. Can we at least get you a holster? Can we show you, like, how not to be an and, asshole and, with a gun? And and, and, right? and then if you want to talk about guns or whatever, you can sit there and rap and just pull your shirt up, whatever. Then, like, but if you're not, like, the issue is he's not being safe with the gun. I think that's the biggest thing is that you're jumping, bouncing around, finger kind of near, like, the, your trigger discipline sucks, right? Like, we don't know if there's you other people. You shouldn't have your hand on the trigger unless right, you're going to pull it. Like, like, and then, like, I don't know, are there people around you? Like, I mean, are you flagging people left and right? Like, there's just, like, from a gun state, like, that's the issue for me. With him, it's like, look, what you're doing, uh, take away the rap and take away the racist bullshit that people are going to throw out there. It just comes down to, like, that is just not safe what you're doing. Right? You're going to fuck around and shoot yourself or someone else, and you're going to have a real fucking problem. And so you need to do this shit better. If you are that passionate about guns, let's hook you up. And again, it's about access, man. You have the access to make this go away. He could actually turn this on his head, right? Go work with go 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 down to Texas with Colleen and go shoot. Go down to St. Louis or Georgia with, with Kevin and go shoot and learn about guns and talk to him. Do a partnership, sponsor those guys, right? Like do do a thing. You could have, you could turn this in to you could turn it on its head and you can make Adam you could piss Adam Silver off because you know Adam Silver's an anti-gun guy, right? The commissioner of the NBA. I know. You could yeah. turn him on his head. You can make him grind his teeth. But if you do it the right way, he can't fucking touch you. But when you do it like a dumbass, they don't touch you up like they just did. 25 games for a guy making the money that John Morant is making is a lot of fucking money that he can't get back, right? So you can, here's how you fix it, right? You, you have to fix it. If you just if you keep going the same bullshit, I, I can't say anything for you, right? This is your last ride. Yeah, and, and I so but the suspension being what it is, I I could go all around on this. Like 25 games to me is essentially nothing. Like you're basically saying, you know, you did, so, you would get more for doing PEDs. Twenty five games. Bro. So there's a lot of money. It's, it's only eighty two Third of a season, not a third of a season. It's going to cost him ten million dollars. I understand that. I'm just saying that, like, if he was, you know, caught using PEDs, it would be twice that. And so either saying that this is a big enough deal that we need to make a statement, or it's not. And if it's not, if you're saying, hey, you didn't break any laws, it's not a good look, please don't do it again. Now, I think that that's kind of what all boils down to is, dude, you fucked up once. We tried to brush it under the, you know, under the rug. I mean, 20, and, 25 games, that's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. 82. It's a third of the season. It's a third of the season. Yeah, I understand. That's a, but, I mean, like, what would a PED suspension be, though? Well, half a season? I, I, I don't know. In um, baseball, it's either a half season yeah, or a baseball is different than basketball. Understood. Like I, I, I mean, basketball, they're just like we kind of hope you guys use them. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> kidding. Uh, so go crazy, right? Um, uh, my thing is like twenty five games. It's because it's not just Ja though, right? Like where are the Memphis Grizzlies through those first twenty five games. Where okay, are they in the well, playoffs? Well, that, that's you true. know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Like he's their best player, no doubt. Right? Like I mean, it's just like I, I don't know. Does this, but, does this does this impact how they draft? You got the draft coming up this week. Like does it yeah, impact how they okay. draft? Because you got to have somebody in. Like they're just like fuck. This if this happened before, we could have made a different. You know, we could have made different moves during free agency, whatever. Or when free, actually, yeah, right. now free agency is coming up. But it, this is this is more yeah, than the just, just Ja Morant, and so. I just think I don't know. Like there's 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 a lot to think about. I, I don't I don't know how I feel about this punishment. I, I just I really don't. Like I get that they I because I'm an advocate for gun safety. I think there's got to be something. 
and it just and, and this didn't come from the NBA. This came from the Memphis Grizzlies, right? Oh, I, okay. Yeah, I, it I came from the Memphis Grizzlies. So uh, that's the other part of it too. And 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 there's also like this isn't the first time he's done something like this. And I think they're like, look, and that's I think the bigger point, right? Like, and I think dude, it's like quit fucking up. Look, we don't care that you have guns. And if you want, like, you got, like, but it's got to be safe and you can't do it just while you're drunk outside in a, in a tank top and basketball shorts and flip-flops in your old hood. Just that you can't, yeah. like, the imagery of yeah. it, not to mention the fact that you can fuck around and kill somebody, right? Unless that thing's not loaded, right? And What's the point of having a nothing? Right. And, like, I, and maybe it was unloaded. And that, now that... That's even dumber. Now... Now, now it's I, just I, a right, fashion accessory. Right. So now you're literally just using that as a fashion accessory. And you're just... Like, the fuck? Right? Like, so if that's the case... And, and I'm kind of like... And in that particular instance, I'm like, yeah, you got to suspend them. And, and it's it's right. Because it's, it's a lot different. But same thing with Deshaun Watson. Wasn't that he did anything illegal? It wasn't that it was just, eh, just really gross. Just <laughs> in on case. the enough and like, look, there's ways you could have done this, right, without making it a big deal, keeping the NFL and the Texans out of it. But yet, you now we all got to answer for your bullshit. So yeah, you get fucking twelve games. Sorry. Yeah. You know. It is and, what, and, and 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 but all right, to my point, twelve games was literally two thirds of a season, and yeah. that was for not breaking the law, being a. There was like Pretty, twenty women. I was like thirty. It was like right. It was thirty six or something. Like it was double no, digits. No, it was it was bad. It, it was look. It was less. Than, than it was less than, It was less than fifty and more than twenty. Okay. It was a lot. It was bad. Right. It was bad. Uh, brother, we we've gone way yeah, longer yeah, to wrap yeah, this yeah. up. All right, we are at Whiskey Congress on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for listening. Um, we're done. And happy birthday! I think Ben just had a birthday too. So if I'm wrong about that, they did. If I'm wrong, we still need to talk to your brother. Miss you. Bye.